Right now, Blake Martinez is joining Maggie and myself. And the Giant Report brought to you by HSS, official hospital of the New York Giants, by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Uh, hey, Blake, it's Mark and Maggie with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this afternoon. No, thanks for having me. How you doing? How's the, you know, I know no football, but how you how you doing after the season came to an end with that victory over the Cowboys? Uh, doing well. Uh, just kind of recovering uh, here and there. Um, giving myself some time off. Uh, obviously, it was uh, it was nice to end the season with that that big win, division win. Um, but yeah, just relaxing. Okay, and now that you've had a little bit of time to decompress, I mean, what are your thoughts and feelings about your about this first season here with the Giants? What's your big takeaway? No, yeah, I think uh, the coaches hit on it, and then us as players kind of realized it throughout the season. It was just building that foundation, um, that culture that you want as a a winning program, uh, and I think we did that this year, and it's something that we can build on um, working through this offseason individually um, as players, and then once we get back together, uh, growing it even more uh, with the new people that come in and the guys that were there this last year. Blake, I'm, I'm curious, back to the, you know, you're relaxing after the season comes. How long do you take away, do you step away from football after your physical player, tackling machine, how long do you give your body to heal recover before you get after it again in the off season uh yeah i mean normally my trainer has to force me out of the weight room i, I typically would go back like a week after um just kind of not doing anything crazy where i'm maxing out or whatever but just little kind of um ramp up period uh back into uh the extreme grind of type those type of uh workouts um but this year i got some little things done um so i'll be kind of uh, couch potato for a couple weeks um, and just get back at it once uh, everything heals up. Is that not to pry, but is little things done like scopes and like little surgeries or something like that? No, it's just little uh, stuff that I've kind of had probably the past like eight years um, that I need to kind of fix up um, that I just didn't kind of put on the back burner. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy, but I'll be good in a couple weeks. Well, really, Moose wanted to know how much time you take off so he could shame you into whether or not you've watched Ted Lasso yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did start Mandalorian. I did start Mandalorian. There you go, Blake. Okay, well, now right. Moose is satisfied. I am satisfied. Mandalorian's <laughs> great, and you'll love season two. It's fantastic if you just started season one. Uh, Blake, how important was it to get Patrick Graham, you know, him his decision not to pursue head coaching opportunities and get him back as defensive coordinator for the Giants? No, it's a huge thing. I think he's one of the the big key components for us as a defense. Um, like I said, growing from this year to next year, um, extremely amazing coach. Um, obviously, was super happy to hear um, and excited for him to get those coaching interviews. Um, but like I said earlier, I'm a, a stage five clinger, so I don't know if I had too much uh, persuade <laughs> on uh, keeping him. But um, I was I was happy to see that he's uh, going to stay for at least uh, this next year and hopefully years to come. Yeah, you could be brothers from Vermont with an emerging maple syrup conglomerate. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it was a great reference and obviously a wonderful movie. And it's great yeah. that Patrick Graham is going to be back because the continuity on the defense, and, and that was such a great unit for you guys last year. I'm curious, outside of yourself, like who did you see the most, most growth um, from the defensive side of the ball? Like what player do you think showed the most growth from the beginning of the season to the end? Uh, there's a lot. Um, I think that was kind of the biggest thing of our defense. There's so many guys that 
from week one to, to week 17 that, that grew tremendously. I mean, you look at um, Leonard Williams had an amazing season this year. Davin Thomas had an amazing season. Logan Ryan coming in late, um, being a huge provider and kind of leadership for us um, throughout the season. Jabril Peppers had one of his best seasons. Um, I could just keep going on and on. James Bradbury, free agent coming in. Um, Xavier McKinney uh, started showing up as of late once he got back from his injury. Um, it's just it's it's super cool to see all the guys um, that just put the work in, and you started to see those things kind of um, start to see them reap those rewards of it. You know, you were a top ten group defensively this year, Blake, um, with a tweak here or there with the experience for the younger players. Where do you think this defense can be in twenty one? Oh, I think the the sky's the limit for us. So I think it just goes back to that culture mindset of coming into work every day. Uh, making sure we get better. Um, we're better than we were the day before. And as long as we do that, um, like I said, sky's the limit for this group. Giants linebacker Blake Martinez is joining us. Now, Dave Gettleman said after the season this was going to be a big off season for roster building. Logan Ryan was on with us a couple weeks ago, and he said that he's going to be out there recruiting free agents, telling them how great it is at the Giants and that uh, you know they should come here. Is that your style, Blake? Would you reach out to prospective free agents, try to get them on board? Uh, I mean, I have a couple of buddies here and there, um, kind of that I all know of that are going into free agency and, um, see what their, their ideas are and, and just let them know. I think a lot of people are starting to realize that, um, this place is going to be up and coming and, uh, an awesome place to go play football and you can play your best ball when you do, um, buy into the culture and, and play here. Blake, what was your response to what your head coach had to say in reaction to what the Eagles did? Uh, and what Doug Peterson did that Sunday night game, putting Nate Sudfeld in. Uh, just I think that just shows the the character of Coach Judge. And once again, I mean, I keep going back to it, just the the foundation and culture of our team. Um, and I think it was a a cool moment for him. And that's just the type of type of coach that he is. Were you surprised that Peterson got fired? Uh, I mean, I I don't go too much into that. I think my only worry was uh, making sure I could find Pat Graham um, and make sure he stayed stayed with us. That was the one coach I was worried about. (laughs) When you're watching that Sunday night game, Blake, and they're going to your tweets, were you sitting (laughs) at home on your couch and saying, well, now I have have millions of people are going to be reacting to whatever I say on Twitter. Did you ever think about getting even a little bit more creative with some of your tweets in the fourth quarter of that Washington game? Uh, no, I think it was, it was a funny moment. I, I was sitting there and all of a sudden they were like, Blake Martinez put dot, 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 dot on that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I almost uh, thought we were going to see Logan Ryan slide into the broadcast booth with Collinsworth and Al Michaels the way they were kept going back to him. Michelle Tafoya, has he, has he texted you back yet? I was like, what's going on with the broadcast right now? The, the trailing the, the Giants players. Yeah, no, yeah, he's probably, he's probably going to be the next Tony Romo one day, so. Well, of course, it's, yeah. It's good, uh, good testing for him. Um, Blake Martinez is our guest, of course. You know, Blake, from the outside, that Seahawks win kind of stands out as the best one of the season. Is that the case for you, or is there another win that you thought really kind of showed who the Giants are? Um, I think be. the – I think – I mean, every win you take um, take in greatly. Uh, but I think the last game of the season was, was a big one for us um, just to show – what we're about uh, moving forward, no matter if we ended up making the playoffs or not. Um, it just shows the type of group that we are, no matter 
what situation we're put into. We're going to go out there, play full 60 minutes, um, and go out there and be, I think we ended up four and two in the division. Um, and just make sure to kind of put that stamp on what teams are going to expect from us, um, years to come. Blake, are you one after the season comes to an end? Are you locked into the playoffs? Are you watching the national championship game last night? Or are you taking a little bit of a mental break as well? No, I mean, I'm, I'm addicted to football, so I, I watch it all. Um, I think it's, there's a lot of things you can learn um, from certain games, just from certain situations you can watch throughout those games that kind of allowed certain teams to win um, or certain teams to lose. And I, so I think it's, it's important, I don't know, for me especially to go back and keep watching them. Blake Martinez is our guest. Just a few more for you, Blake, and really appreciate the time. Uh, obviously, you're a smart guy. Went to Stanford, all that. You know, we've seen where analytics have become part of football, right? It's not so much like baseball where it's players and analytics, although sometimes it's game situation with analytics. And you said you're addicted to football, so I'm sure you saw, you know, decisions to to punt on fourth and two and punt on fourth and one and going for two if you're down by two touchdowns at certain points of the game and things like that. I'm, I'm curious, like, how much do the coaching staff sort of explain, if they're an analytically-minded coaching staff, explain those decisions to the players so that if they are going to make those decisions like going for two when you're down two scores and if you're like early in the fourth quarter or whatever that the whole team kind of understands where the coaching staff is coming from yeah i don't think there's like a specific like all right we're going to sit down and hey this week we're going to do two point conversions every time or go for it on fourth down every time i think throughout the season which coach judge was really good about um was just putting us in those situations unexpectedly and so it's like all right we're gonna work on two minutes a day at practice or out of nowhere during practice he blows the whistle and it's a sudden change uh ones against ones red red zone defense red zone offense see who could score who could stop them um and so just uh throughout the season he kind of added those things in which allowed us to understand and know how to um handle those situations when it came up during the game Yo, Blake, I want to ask you about a matchup this weekend uh, because a familiar place for you, and that is Green Bay, is the Packers are, are going to entertain the, the Los Angeles Rams. That Rams defense on point against Seattle. How would you, if you were in that meeting room out in Los Angeles with the Rams, how do you slow down Rodgers and that Packers offense? Well, it's a, it's a tough one. I think the, the biggest thing is you have to take advantage of their mistakes if they are any. Um, if you have the opportunity to... Um, get a turnover or create a turnover, um, stop them on third down, whatever comes up, um, you have to take advantage of it because if not, they're going to continually score. And then I think they've shown that throughout the season. Do you think there's a little extra on this one for Rodgers, just considering not only the season he's had, but even going back to the offseason where the team drafted a quarterback in the first round? And Rodgers admitted you know, it really took him by surprise, the fact that they got the one seed in the NFC and he's playing as well as he has. Do you think this carries a little more extra meaning for him? Uh, I think Maybe, I think. Um, but just knowing him as a person, he's a competitor, no matter – um, if he's playing in, in the parking lot, if he's playing uh, for a playoff game, um, I think for him, he's uh, just like any quarterback. He wants to get that another Super Bowl ring. Um, and I I mean, like you said, he's playing um, out of this world right now. And so it's just going to be cool to see. Um, and obviously I'll be rooting for him and, and watching him this weekend. Being as objective as you can be, who do you think is the best team left in the playoffs? 
I think I always have to go with the the reigning Super Bowl champs. Um, I'd, go, I'd go with the Chiefs. Just their offense, obviously Patrick Mahomes, um, and their defense has been pre- playing pretty well as of late. Um, last one for me, Blake. I, I just got to ask you because you are a you are a tackling machine. Alabama last night. What about Najee Harris running the football for the Crimson Tide? And I mean, he is a difficult young man to tackle, and he lays a licking on opposing defensive linemen, linebackers when he's finishing off runs. How imp- how impressive was the Tide running back last night all season? Oh, extremely impressive. I think the last game when he hurtled over a guy and then kept running um, was insane. And then last night I, I saw some clip of him hitting somebody that tried to tackle him. The dude just bounces off, and then he drags like three or four guys with him. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's impressive and Whatever team ends up having him um, is going to have a, a really good player on their hands. Well, I felt terrible for the linebacker who had to go out there and try to cover Devontae Smith. Like, oh, what yeah. do you even do? How do you do that? How do you even approach that? Yeah, that's a tough one. I think you just have to understand uh, where he's at on the field. He was, he was lined up at number three, and typically when you have a, a player of that caliber at number three, they're running vertical. Um, so maybe give himself like 20 extra steps line up maybe at like 15 yards and he'll be good hey blake uh we appreciate the <laughs> that's time all? yeah that's it that's it and and basically go in and tell your defensive coordinator don't put me in that matchup ever again right help me out here i cannot cover him i can do a lot of things i cannot cover him yeah our corners couldn't do it so let's yeah. put our middle linebacker on him and see how yeah, he does thanks. Hey, uh, Blake, we appreciate the time this afternoon and the time throughout the course of the year. Uh, Heal up, rest up, and uh, congrats on what was uh, a great first year with the Giants. All right, Blake? No, thank you so much.